Hello, and welcome to Minding the Forest, a podcast of the Louisiana Forestry Association. In Minding the Forest, we talk about sustainable forestry, how important forests are, especially to Louisiana, issues in the forest products industry, and how forests are beneficial to everyone. I'm your host, Jeff Zarang. We have with us Stacy Bloomquist. Stacy is the public affairs specialist for the Kasachi National Forest. And right now, she is also the interim state coordinator for Louisiana Project Learning Tree. Stacy, good to have you here. Thank you. Glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about you first and see what do you do in your regular job and what do you do for PLT? Well, as a public affairs specialist for the Kasachi National Forest, I help share and promote information about the, the national forest system. Um, I work for the United States Department of Agriculture's Forest Service, and that entails sharing our mission of caring for the land and serving the people the best way we can. And that ties into my interim role right now of helping with Project Learning Tree. So tell us about Project Learning Tree. What is that? Project Learning Tree is an environmental education program that is known nationwide as well as up in Canada and many other countries around the world that brings the forest to the children, helping kids see trees as windows to the world. This education program is designed for kids ages preschool through grade 12, and it provides hands-on interactive activities for kids to learn about forestry. So whether the teacher wants to show them how to connect to trees in their schoolyard or just learn more about the forest ecosystems and just the importance of forestry in our lives, Project Learning Tree has an activity for that. A fun activity, I think yeah. you'd say. <laughs> yes, yeah. a very fun activity. And recently it became an initiative of the Sustainable Forestry Initiative, SFI, and it is the education component of SFI, and we are so happy that they have taken that on because they have been able to help us expand and take it to, um, just bring it to more parts of the world. In the previous Minding the Forest, we had Gordy Mao of SFI, and so he did talk about that in Taking PLT under SFI, and maybe we can see how many acronyms we can bring into that. <laughs> so Project Learning Tree under SFI's umbrella really gives it a boost. And I think, in my opinion, you can correct me if I'm wrong, it, it shows the importance of such a program to reach youth about forests. Totally agree. And in the state of Louisiana, Project Learning Tree is hosted by three entities, the Louisiana Forestry Association, the Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry, and the LSU Ag Center. And these three organizations got together back in nineteen in the 1970s, somewhere back there, and they signed a memorandum of understanding that they would help sponsor Project Learning Tree and promote it within our state. So the importance of that goes from industry with LFA from government, which is LDAF, and also from education, which is LSU. Mm -hmm. So those three organizations are very important to PLT, and especially PLT is important to us. And I want to say us, I mean all three groups. So how is this PLT brought to the schools? Project Learning Tree can be available to them through a workshop as a professional development. So a principal can call 
myself as a state coordinator or whoever the state coordinator may be and ask for a professional development workshop to be held for their educators in their class, in their, their school. And so I could do a whole school. I mean, 20 something teachers come in there and do a, you know, a day long professional development seminar for them and, and take them through some activities. Another way would be for a teacher just to call and say, Hey, I'd like to attend a workshop. And we just host workshops around the state when we get quite a few people and teach them the curriculum and show them how to use it because we're teaching the teachers basically and educators. And then we also go into the colleges for our soon to be teachers. We call those the pre-service educators. Um, They're studying to become a teacher and they don't have their degree yet, but they are looking for resources that they can use for their classrooms one day. And this is exactly what we are here for and can provide these guides to them. And through those three entities that I talked about, LFA, LDAF, and then LSU Ag Center, they provide those curriculum guidebooks for free for the teachers. Otherwise, it'd be, you know, 30 to $40 for one of those books. So it's a wonderful resource for a brand new teacher coming out of college to have. Teachers, I think we discussed this before, but teachers really are enthusiastic. Yes. Some of the most enthusiastic people I know, quite frankly, (laughs) because they have, it's just a special thing that they have, uh, the love of their their students in their class. They really want them to have fun. So when you do a workshop to teach the teachers, Mm -hmm. are those the same activities that they will be doing with the kids? Exactly. We make them go through the exact same activities that the child would do um, in the curriculum. Give us an example of what, what that might be. What, what's, what's some of your favorites? One of my very favorites is called Birds and Bugs. And it is a great lesson to teach mimicry and camouflage, which can sometimes be a hard thing. Though kids understand a little bit about how something can look like a leaf or to have a brown color to, to blend in. But you actually let them be a bird looking for worms or bugs out in a yard. So um, while the kids decide what bird they want to be, and we try to separate them into teams. And so they have a team bird name, and then they also make a sound. And uh, so say the red birds and or the black birds or the blue birds or whatever, or pelicans. Uh, and sometimes they even do makeup bird, make-believe birds. Oh, okay. And so it, they're very creative. So there you get your art coming into to Project Learning Tree because they uh, they make their own beaks and they decorate their beaks up. And so, uh, and when I do this with the teachers, they are extremely creative and they're hilarious, actually. <laughs> and uh, so they make the, the bird teams up and then we use like a relay. So meanwhile, we have hidden 60-something pipe cleaners out in the yard, various colors. And we talk about what do you think would be the best color to be out here to be disguised or hidden. And so, of course, they will say, oh, green for the grass. But if we're in a a concrete yard, a schoolyard, they might say, oh, maybe the white ones might be more hidden, you know, camouflage. So it's always fun to do this activity and we allow them to go out and fly to go find their birds and they seek out the uh, the worms. So, and then they bring them back and then the facilitator will take the little colored worms and lay them out on a piece of paper. And then the birds can see what was chosen first. And then we talk about that. Why do you think those hot pink ones and the bright blue ones 
came out first and they'll say, oh, because we could see them. And then how far they have to travel to get the worms and how harder it becomes. And Jeff, I kid you not, but (laughs) I'll start with 60 and I will end up with 55, 58. We can never all find, I mean, and I put them out and we cannot find them all. I mean, we're such good hiders, I guess. I mean, they're so well camouflaged. And so it really teaches the participant about camouflage and you can do so many things with this you can look at it from the math aspect what percentage was found what percentage of the greens came in what percentage of this color was found first over over the last and and then uh, you compare the two teams they can do graphs they can make pie charts so there's so many things you can do with this and you can also do some kind of spelling lesson out of this choose some spelling words camouflage you can do so many things with the project learning tree activity and and hit different subjects not just science okay very good Mm -hmm. you want to talk about one more you talked about a couple of ones when we're before we started recording and Um, mm -hmm. i'm interested in hearing one more okay the another one of my favorites that i think really is an eye opener for many people is called every tree for itself. And you start off with letting uh, children or the participant make a tree cookie out of a paper plate. Normally, you know, a tree cookie would be a slice of a piece of wood off of a tree trunk and they could count the rings. Well, I, if we have enough tree cookies to provide, we would do that, but it's more fun to make your own. And by drawing your circles, onto a paper plate. Now, someone my age or maybe even your age, it takes us a long time. We have to use little tiny lines <laughs> to, get, to, to fit them all in there. But an 11-year-old does great. You know, could put their 11 rings on their plate. Well, <laughs> one question just, to, I guess, to be honest, and yeah, it would take a long time to make a tree cookie for me, but do the teachers <laughs> actually draw enough rings to relate they get to their tired age usually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they realize I can't put them all on this piece of paper plate here. I'm sure they exaggerate. Okay, so they make they they make they their, make their uh, the tree trees, cookies. So the they make tree their tree cookies. cookies, and then you tell them a tree is planted. It has what in the ground? They go, oh, roots and that. And you, and you can talk about the. Uh, components of a tree, tree parts, you know, mm-hmm. the branches and stuff. So you let them make their own forest. Okay, kids, put your tree cookies out. And of course, the little girls stay together. You know, they're standing by their best friend and they do that. And and they, I don't, I don't tell them to spread out or anything. We let them build their own forest. And so they say you have 20 kids and they all go out there and do their thing. And then you come in and you take these different colored poker chips, green for nutrients, yellow for the sunlight, blue for water, white for air, and I just scatter them about um, randomly. Mm-hmm. They don't know what I'm doing, and they don't know why or the the significance of the different colors, and I don't tell them that, but at a, upon a signal, they bend down and grab whatever they can reach without stepping off their tree cookie because trees are planted. Trees cannot move. They don't walk. So they grab their chips and then they stand there and we go around, okay, who got all four colors? And so they get to stand. Who did not? Please sit down. And then they realize, well, those who are in that little tight-knit little area there of all their best friends, they may not have received enough sunlight or water. And so if they don't get all the resources that they need, I'm sorry, you, you don't make it. You might be turned into a pencil 
you know, a forced product. <laughs> so, and uh, we try to give them a little something so they don't feel so bad about themselves that they died. But it shows them, though, about competition among trees in a forest and why a forester, why we thin, why we do what we do to manage and sustain the forest. And it is a great visual lesson to see this. And then I'd say, let's do this again. What would you do differently? And let me tell you, they spread out <laughs> and they give themselves plenty of space. And then I throw the chips again, same chips in the same bag, same number of chips and everything. And then everybody lives. And it's just a great example of forest management. In that exercise, who's more enthusiastic, the teachers or the students? Well, I think with birds and bugs, <laughs> teachers really enjoy themselves. <laughs> the, the kids enjoy it too, but yeah, it's it's a great activity for all ages. I think, as I've heard this expression, cradle to the grave, everyone can learn this and, and, and enjoy it and have, and fun. And have fun. They yeah. don't even realize they're learning when they're doing these activities. They're thinking they're playing a game, but they're really learning. The arrangements for workshops will will either rise up from the schools requesting it or putting information out. And maybe a teacher might say, hey, this is going to be good for us or Mm -hmm. I want the individual. Uh, They, educators, and we've talked about that before, but educators don't necessarily mean just teachers in the classroom. Right. No, an educator is anyone who has a chance to interact with students. It could be a librarian a homeschool parent i mean you and i are educators we talk to children um uh, a 4-h agent uh ffa sponsor um, let's think of some others sunday school right scout leader scouts, youth group in the yes, church yes definitely 4-h um, i'm sorry boy scouts girl scouts yes the lfa each year sponsors the louisiana educators tour that's mm-hmm. part of PLT, and so that will be coming up in 2023. Tell us a little bit about what's coming up with that. I'm excited. We're going to Natchitoches this year, to the Natchitoches area, and so this educator's tour is all about forestry in the state of Louisiana and showing the importance of forestry in our state, and you know we our trees are our number one crop, cash crop in this exactly. state, and so we want to show that, and what better way of showing is by actually taking them to... Um, a plantation where the trees are growing and they get to see a seedling to where the trees are growing and then take them to a logging site where the trees are actually being harvested and then take them to a mill of some sort, whether it's plywood or paper or something and see a forest product. So basically cradle to the grave, you know, they're okay. watching, watching that tree, not that exact. They can see watching the cycle, of, the cycle of, of the- trees mm-hmm. when they planted yes. and in most cases especially you know through the lfa and we we encourage our landowners and uh members and and of course the folks in the industry know the importance of if they're going to harvest they've got to replace those trees and mm-hmm. actually louisiana does a great job in doing that we have forests that are growing uh over the, i think over a five-year period we increased by just under a million acres in louisiana so we're right at uh, just under 15 million acres of forest mm-hmm. land in Louisiana. And that's awesome. And here, a lot of people think, oh, the state or the federal government own all the land. Actually, it's private landowners who own most of the forested land in our uh, state. That's right. That's right. And when you think of private land ownership, you think of companies as well. And mm-hmm. even if you were to take out the portion that uh, the federal government has, manages, 
the state government, because it has forests mm-hmm. as well, uh, and also these big commercial folks who own, own forested land. If you take all of that out, you still look at the majority of the forest land ownership is private landowners. Private landowners, not corporations, but mm-hmm. just the average Joe and Jill in the state. <laughs> and sometimes they live outside the state, but they still are owned. And a lot of those really uh, are smaller properties, 10, 20, 40, maybe 80 acres. Mm-hmm. And they really care about their land. So it is good that these programs are shared with the youth. Mm-hmm. So back to the Louisiana Educators Tour that's coming up. Tell us a little bit about that. This could be in Natchitoches. We'll get to have mm-hmm. tours for different things. Do the educators pay anything for this? No, it is sponsored through those organizations that help with the Louisiana Forestry Educators Tour, like the LFA and the L. DAF and LSU Ag Center, but then also generous sponsors like various logging companies and um, other industries in forestry help sponsor the educators. So they come to this totally for free. Um, They do not pay anything for their hotel accommodations. Their food is all paid for and the transportation during the two and a half days that they are at this special tour. All they have to do is go to your website. Under events. You can go to uh, laforestry.com, look under events. There's Louisiana Educators Tours, more information there. If you want to find out more, you can call Gracie Tejada, who helps coordinate that through the LFA for LFA's part. Uh, she can be reached at gtexada at laforestry.com, or you can give us a call at our office in Alexandria at 318-443-2558 and ask about the Louisiana Educators Tour. Mm-hmm. Now, this has a deadline on it, doesn't it? Yes, April the 28th. So you want to get your registration in soon because space is limited. We'd space love to limited. have every teacher in the state <laughs> right. at one time, but that's really impractical. Mm-hmm. So we try and keep the, the classes small. small. Especially for our, the tours, because we go into these in, um, mills and these factories and Numbers are limited, so space is limited. So, yeah, we had to keep our numbers kind of small. Since we have so many great sponsors that help out, if they want to sponsor a teacher, can they do that? Yes, going to the same site. We definitely always can use more sponsors, and sponsors can also recommend an educator in their area. If they would like to send somebody, that's fine too, but yeah. So we can say, hey, I've got three educators in our area. We're going to sponsor all three mm-hmm. of them and make all those arrangements at the same time. That's correct. Stacy Bloomquist, she is the Interim State Coordinator for Louisiana Project Learning Tree. Also, in her regular job, she's the Public Affairs Specialist for the Kasachi National Forest. Stacy, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Mind of the Forest, a podcast of the Louisiana Forestry Association. If you'd like to learn more about sustainable forestry, the LFA and its programs that help support landowners, loggers, and forest product manufacturers in the state, go to laforestry.com. You also can find out how you could be part of the Louisiana Forestry Association. If you have a program idea, comments, send me an email at jzerang at laforestry.com. That's J-Z-E-R-I-N-G-U-E at laforestry.com. And remember... At the Louisiana Forestry Association, we're minding the forest for you.